0: Welcome, 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 everyone. Hello. How are you? Welcome to the 6AM Run podcast. I am Hami Mahani. And this podcast, as you guys all know, is brought to you by 6AM Run Nutrition. Everyone check out 6AMRun.com. Amazing nutrition for runners and for all your cardio needs. Don't ever forget to kind of check out obviously what and who this podcast is sponsored by. As always, gratitude. Thank you guys for listening. The show continues to grow. Thousands of downloads now per episode. So that's amazing. Uh, Runners are really liking this and and the community. And you guys know one of our core values is that community building that we're doing. So I really want to thank everyone. With that, I don't want to waste any more time. We have Tara Chatzakis uh, with us. Uh, A little bit of a tongue twister for me today. It's it's only Tuesday. Tara, welcome to the show. And if you don't mind, I always like to have the guest Kind of tell us about themselves. And I feel like no one described, I, I don't want to mess up that description, if you don't mind. But we talked in the pre-call why I invited you here on the show. Tara, yep. introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself, please. How are you doing?
1: Great. Well, thank you so much for having me with you this morning at 6 a.m. Uh, Hammy, that's very, very kind of you. So I'm a manifestation expert and a business success coach. Okay. So I work with uh, Law of Attraction, a Robbins Madonna's coach as well. So there's quite a lot of the, more detailed strategic stuff in there. And I work with quantum mechanics, looking at the brain and the energy around the body and basically manifesting the life that we want and how to get it more easily because we spend most of our time concentrating on things we don't want um, instead of things we do. And that's the one of the, the key things in manifesting that is a big stumbling block for most people.
0: Okay, absolutely. So yeah. Let's kind of start from the beginning. How did you get into this?
1: I started back with about 2009. I started looking at law of attraction. It sort of came into my life and... Obviously,
0: real quick, not to interrupt you, but obviously when I hear that, and I just, just, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm on the same wavelength with our audience right now, the yeah. first thing comes to mind is the secret.
1: Yes. That may have been the first thing I saw. I don't remember, to be honest, but it sort of built from there. And then I had a hug from the universe, which is, it was just like this this intense feeling of being hugged all over my body and not not like a suffocating strength, but it was a a feeling of being supported, loved, and to know that whatever I did, I was totally supported the oh. whole way. So uh-huh. that set me off on another journey. And then I started to be a law of attraction coach, practitioner, and started to be a Robbins Madanis coach as well. And it's all sort of stemmed from there and just grown. And, you know, when you find something that you're so passionate about. You just can't get enough of it. And then you think, why do not more people know about this? Because it's just such a... I would still say it's quite revolutionary because a lot of people don't really know what it's about. They're not really necessarily clued up on the law of attraction unless maybe they've seen the secret but the secret makes it look quite easy yeah and it's not as easy as sitting down and just ordering through your wants no. and desires to the universe so right. you know.
0: <laughs> I know and i think positivity in general i mean people can say i'm a positive person maintaining that positivity for let's say 24 hours it's, it's not the easiest thing uh it's not easy to not get down on yourself but i'm sure Maybe if you want to kind of take it from there, what do you see every day? What are you dealing with every day when, you, when you're talking to people?
1: So my clients have, have the same kind of issues that, you know, I'm sure that your runners do, that your mm-hmm. audience do. Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of like strip it back to the sort of the, bay, the bare basics. So when you wake up in the morning, you know, what's the first thing you think about do you get out of bed and do you express gratitude for right. the day ahead or things that are going to be going on? Or do you get out of bed and start worrying about things that are happening in your life? You know, worrying about getting to work on time or worrying about paying the bills or worrying about something else in your life. And we, we're we very surprised at how often we spend our time worrying because we don't think, that you can say I'm a very positive person and that's great, but the worry is always there running in the background in the subconscious mind. And we don't often realize that that's happening. Right. If you think of the universe as like this, like a waiter, for example, and whatever you order, the universe is like, right. Okay. You got, you want that. You love it. You're focusing on it. I'm going to bring it to you. And if you're worrying a lot of the time, The universe doesn't distinguish whether or not it's a good request or a bad request or something that you're saying you don't want. Like, I don't want debt. I don't want to be ill. I don't want a bad relationship. I don't want this job. It's not listening to the don't be. It's just realizing that you're focusing on certain aspects of those things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, right, bam, here you go. You want more of that. I'm going to bring you some more. So if you're focusing on, I want to get out of debt. I hate my debt. I'm in debt. And all these situations are going through your head, the universe is just hearing the debt part. And saying, do you know what? Hammy really loves debt because he's thinking about it all the time. Let's give him some more and really make him happy. So that's, that's what you get delivered back to you. And that's the thing with worry. When you're worrying automatically and not catching yourself, then more of these things start to come into your life. And that's when it escalates and you're like, well, my life's terrible.
0: I totally see that. Coaching people, entrepreneurs, who are the types of people that come to you to get this kind of coaching?
1: So I work with female entrepreneurs and it's usually because they've, you know, they've got the business strategy. They've got the, they know what their business is and they're mm-hmm. excellent at it, but they're not moving forward. They're not growing their business. And it's, it's not due to what they know in their work, but it's what's happening on the inside. It's, it could be feelings that have stemmed back from past traumas, um, childhood. It can be limiting beliefs that people have ingrained in them, societal beliefs, like you've got to work really hard for your money. Money doesn't grow on trees. You know, for some people it could be, you need to get a real job, you know, not things like, for example, in my profession coaching, a lot of people don't think that's a proper job. Um, My mom certainly didn't when I started. She used to say to me all the time, you need a proper job. So my clients come to me because they have these things ingrained in their nervous system in their cells in their body and in their mind and they don't know how to get past them and some of them they can't even identify you know if we're if we're talking about the body the cells in your body they get accessed by different emotions and you know you can feel when you're really really happy like if you've been on a run and your body's filled with that energy you can feel it every Mm -hmm. in every single cell and you you feel alive and then if you're not doing that on a regular basis, or if you are, for example, if you're running all the time, when you're not doing it, your body start to crave that energy. They start to crave the feeling because they're addicted to it, which in your case would be great. But if for example, it's somebody who's really sad or depressed, their cells are craving that emotion as well. So that's working on a, on a cellular level in the body to release that addiction to a certain feeling and bring in a higher energy vibration that helps my clients expand in their business and open up the flow of abundance and expansion.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do people, you know, obviously having positivity, manifesting things, are a lot of you people who come to you depressed? Are they clinically depressed? Are they maybe don't have that ability? What kind of people do you
1: see? No, I I don't work with people who have clinical depression or, you know, these people need special counselors and therapists. It's not my forte at all. These people just know that they worry a lot maybe or they feel that there's something that's stopping them from getting further in their business because they've got it all down. They know exactly what they're doing. They know their work is perfect, but they're still not growing and they can't understand what it is. So these are things that happen on a subconscious level. So they're not people who would be, who would say openly, I'm depressed or I'm sad or I'm this. They don't understand what's happening until we sort of dive into what's coming up for them emotionally, how they're feeling in their body, what kind of actions they're taking. Because, you know, we have, we get to a point where we have set thoughts and actions and beliefs and we just rerun those all the time, a bit like the movie Groundhog Day. We just keep going through the same motions, and it's really difficult to get off that wheel to put a brake in that circuit and switch to something new. So it's a matter of finding what it is that's holding them back, and each case is different. There are no two business owners that are the same. There may be similarities in where they heard limiting beliefs or situations that they went through when they were younger that caused certain blockages still today. But everybody has their own personalized stuff that they need to deal with. So it's it's always it's usually one-to-one coaching that I do with my clients because it is very personalized on what they need at the time. And as they grow, you know, new things come up. It's a you know new level, new devil, because when you overcome something, Mm-hmm. And you're getting on a higher level, for example, in your business. There's there's,
0: yeah. So I love that quote, by the way. And I always say too, it's like, also too, it's it's always that way, right? right? Like I tell my wife, you make more money, you have more bills, right? Like things mount with every level or step, right? Well,
1: that's a limiting belief right there. So what you're saying with with more money comes more bills, and your wife's probably thinking, I don't want to make mm-hmm. more money then because I don't want any more bills.
0: No, I, I she does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's talk to, I, I, you know, and, and part of, like I said, part of what we're going to talk about today and looking at everything here, we just went over manifesting a little bit of law of attraction. Maybe you said this, the three pillars, the ABC method is something you also subscribe to. Can you explain that for me?
1: So it's a, it's affirming, believing, in creating, basically. Okay. So you're affirming that, you know, whatever it is that you want to manifest in your world, in your business, and then you have you have to believe it. So it's okay saying, like people who you see are, are very positive, it's okay saying, I'm happy, I'm wonderful, things are going great, my business is growing, but you have to believe it because you, it has to come from a feeling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that mm-hmm. feeling gives out an energetic vibration, from your body out into the universe. And that's what causes the manifestation a matching of that energetic vibration, which you can't get from pretending, you know, if if somebody says to you, how, oh, how are you today? So I'm fine. And you've got a smile on your face, but deep down you feel crap. It's going to come across in the energy of how you speak, but you can Mm -hmm. say all the good words that you want. If it's not true, then you're not going to feel it. And that's the same in your business, and your life. If you're not believing it yourself, that it's going to happen, then it's
0: not. One thousand percent right. And from that, the other factor of that, and this brings up your next bullet a little bit, is sabotaging, right? Like, I feel like sometimes, and I tell my daughter this in basketball games, it's the doubt, right? Is Let me ask you this you call it self-sabotage. Is that the clinical word, let's say for doubt, right? Like I feel like doubting yourself and it's just something you do, right? Like, can I win this game? Can I get this promotion? I feel like we don't think sometimes that we are as strong as possibly we are. Am I right?
1: Yeah. So if you have the doubt, you're thinking, well, maybe I'm not going to win this competition or maybe Mm -hmm. I'm not going to win this race. Mm -hmm. On a subconscious level, you do not want to prove yourself wrong. So your brain and your body are trying to find ways to say, yes, you were right. Right. So if you say you're going to fail something, then things are going to happen and you're going to take action that actually stops you from winning that race, even though you really want to, Yeah. because you're thinking, well, I can't win it anyway. So you put in certain actions subconsciously to do that. Yeah. I mean, as you probably know, there's a lot of work being done scientifically on research and experiments with athletes, for example, and they always get them to visualize, you know, the whole race, winning the race, every single step of what they're doing, they visualize being in first place and winning. And that's what helps them to win because they've mentally prepared for it time and time again in their body. Right. And when they're doing this kind of research, you know, it's proved that the muscles in their body... Are firing exactly as they would if they were running that race. So they're having the full-body workout without actually doing it. So, you know, that shows the power of the mind and how much it controls the outcome of things that happen in your life.
0: Wow. People around you, what are your thoughts on that? You know, obviously, look, this is also talked about at nauseum. What are surrounding yourself, even family? I feel like I feel like family. If someone is negative, if someone is constantly not positively reinforcing you, I think you need to get rid of these people. I think sometimes, you know, obviously we tell ourselves we can't get rid of family, right? And I get that, right? Because you know, you're, you are you don't get to choose your family. What are your thoughts on toxic people?
1: As you say, getting rid of toxic people is very difficult, and especially if they've been in your life for a long time, or they're your parents or siblings or somebody that you. Kind of tied to for life, if you like. Yeah. It's a matter of raising your vibrational energy, first of all. So if you notice, if you went into a room and there were two people in there and they've been arguing when you walked in, you can feel that energy. You know something's wrong when you walk in without even having to have overheard the argument beforehand. And the person with the highest vibrational energy, so like the happiest person, for example, is the most magnetic in the room. And people, tend to raise their energy to match that person's because they're a great vibration to be around. They're great people to be involved with. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a situation where you have a lot of toxic people around you, first of all, acknowledging the fact that their toxicity does not have to have any impact on you if you don't allow it, you know, whatever they say, however they feel or whatever they moan about is their issue and you only take it on board with yourself when you allow it to come into your energy so keeping your energy high and acknowledging yes i appreciate that you know things are happening in your life that you're not happy about but i'm not here to talk about that kind of sadness right. because that's not what my body's about and that's not what my life's about you know i want to move forward and live a great life and that involves not getting sucked down into gossip and fearful talking and worrying all the time. I and mean, it's like watching the news. The more you watch the news, the more depressed you get. Right. Just switch it off. And if you can't distance yourself from these mm-hmm. people, maybe limit the time you have with them or just choose to accept what they say and, and but not reciprocate it. So when they say, oh, my life's terrible because of this and this person's awful to me, instead of you going, oh yes, I know exactly what you mean. Oh, that's terrible. You must have an awful life. Instead of encouraging them like that, just allow them to have what they want to say and then change the subject.
0: I do. I, I love that. Kind of as we keep going here. It's funny. I think it's it's reaffirming. I think a lot of people, look, they know a lot of this stuff, right? And And I think we're all learning about it and a lot of us have anxieties. But what you're saying right now is just so amazingly reaffirming. I think the bullet that I want to get to is you put in here one of your bullets, you know, about, uh, you know, making more money. I've shifted that. I think when I was 20, what I want to talk to you a little bit. And as we kind of come on, on a little bit on the fourth quarter of this conversation, I think I've shifted a little bit. I'm not so much worried about money. I think that used to be when I was maybe 35 max, obviously I wanted it all. I wanted, you know, the cars, the homes, the big bank account, whatever, but I want to, it's going to your one bullet. It's about finding purpose I think when you find the purpose and that doesn't, people, I think I would advise people, you don't need to look for the purpose. It does find you eventually. Okay. That's my thought. But yes, you do need to be positive. You do need to be open to things. You do need to communicate very well. I think I found my purpose in 6am run, which is helping runners really bringing smile to their faces, making them hit their goals you know, now with that purpose, can you make that into a career? Can you make that into a living? Well, I can't say that's everyone has to figure that out on their own. But now I'm saying this long-winded, that's where I want to kind of talk to you. You have in here, you know, part of some of the things that you've coached and talked about, attracting more money. But then right under that, you talk about finding your purpose. What are your thoughts when I tell you what I just thought about those two things?
1: I totally agree. And you can work really hard in an industry or a job that you don't really like or you don't really love and make lots of money, but you're not, you're still not fulfilled. And your purpose is a really important thing that you have to, it's got to be something you're passionate about and you've, you love it. And when you're doing that, you know, they say, if you didn't mean you love, you never work in a day in your life. Right, right, right. Because you're just, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like such a breeze and it feels great. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that happiness and that higher energy, that's when more flow of abundance comes to you. And if you're thinking about, let's talk about your relationship with money, for example. So if money was, you were in a relationship with money, how do you make money feel? So when the bills come every month, or you're looking at your bank statement, do you feel like, oh my God, I haven't got enough money. Money's not going to show up again this month. If it does show up, I'm not going to have enough. If it does show up, it's not going to stick around. Um, I'm frightened of looking at my bank account. I'm frightened of how much money I have in there. And that is an energy of fear and worry. So if that was your boyfriend, your girlfriend, you know, and they showed up on your door and they were talking to you and like, let's have a relationship. And you're like, well, I don't trust you. I don't think you're going to stick around. You're not going to show up. I feel that you're going to run away. You're not going to be there when I need you. And all of this pressure on that relationship, that relationship's not going to last very long, is it? And it's the same with money. The money's like, oh my God, I'm out of here. This is like far too much pressure for me. And it's only one little thing. You know, money is an energy. It's one aspect. If you took away the money completely, do you love what you do? And once you do, then the money comes back, if that makes sense. So it's it's passion and purpose and the money comes along with it because you're in such a high vibrational energy and loving what you do.
0: Yeah. No, I'm with you 1000% on that one. Kind of, again, as we keep going, you bring this up, I will very carefully discuss this with you. Men, masculine, feminine energy in the world. Can you talk about that and your thoughts? This is one of your you know, key points too, that you, you do talk about. I know 2022, by the way, everyone knows I have two daughters, but I, I know that you know, women want to you know, make sure that you know, they are treated equally, which I'm all for. But what are you talking about when you, you know, the, the balance of masculine and feminine energy? I'm a little curious to hear that one as well.
1: Yeah, so it's nothing to do with feminism. So you're quite all right there. It's great. Okay, good. So we're talking about the masculine and feminine energy. So the masculine energy is more about the doing, the action, the urgency, and being quite strong in your business. And the feminine energy is more about creativity and nurturing. But we all have feminine and masculine energy within us. Um, You know, sometimes I have a very masculine energy, depending on what I'm doing. And then other times when I'm in my flow, I get more and more feminine energy coming through. So we each have a balance within us. You know, when you're with your daughters, I'm sure your masculine energy is not in full force because you're mellowing with them and you're coming down to their energy and matching. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we all have that balance. And I think when you go into business, especially as an entrepreneur, you automatically think, okay, so I'm going into business. I have to do, do this, do this, do marketing, do hard selling, do all of these things. And it's pure masculine energy. And as women, we forget to allow that feminine energy into the workplace because it's often perceived as being quite weak. But we need to find the balance of the two. We need to find the balance within ourselves, within our business and have a good balance so that we don't have one dominating the other. Because otherwise, you know, the equilibrium rocks the boat in one way or the other. And we need to have that somewhere in the middle on the scales. So it's good to have the balance between them. So it's not feminism. It's not equality. It's purely finding a balance within yourself and your business of the masculine and the feminine energy within you.
0: Let's kind of wrap this all to it in a little bit to maybe bring it back. Not so much has to be running, but with physical fitness, where do you feel like, I know my euphoria is drastically different after running and doing a workout. Where do you put kind of physical fitness in some of these pillars and bullets that we just talked about?
1: So when you're obviously exercising and you've got the endorphins and everything running through Mm -hmm. your body and the adrenaline, you're feeling great. And that is, you know, first of all, it clears your head especially when you're running because you're you're focusing on what's around you where you're going and the sound of your footsteps and all of these things and listening to podcasts for example so your mind's quite clear and open and that's the perfect time to allow the more feminine side to come through because you've got you're allowing more creativity to come through you and if you've ever noticed when you're working really hard and then you take a few days off for example that's when you get the most downloads. That's when you get the most inspiration. Like, oh my God, why didn't I think of that last week when I was doing something? It's because you're allowing yourself to not be focused on, on the business and the actual running of it and the hardcore of it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your body is, when it's fitter, when it's energized, when it's oxygenated, it allows your cells to, first of all, enjoy that feeling want more of that feeling and that's that's why people who start to get fit want to continue it's not necessarily the results that they see Mm -hmm. it's their body going i like this feeling i like the
0: oxygen and to some of the other points that you've been making i think that there's a feel good confidence that that can bring as well right like i also feeling confidence is one thing but accomplished am i right tara
1: Yeah, 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 that's great. And like I said, the confidence. So even if you uh if you were doing exercise to lose weight, for example, when you start the exercise, the confidence that you feel, regardless of what your body type looks like, is enough to take you forward and continue with that.
0: Right, I love that. This was amazing. We really went kind of point by point, and I'm feeling so great right now. And for me, you reaffirmed so much that I I know people can kind of take, and these are tangible items to manifest and to really change your approach and things kind of coming back to you. With that being said, you have a lot of blogs, podcasts. I, I don't know about social. Can we talk about where people can reach out to you to inquire, A, maybe about coaching, Um, I'm sure, you know, some of the virtual sessions now have probably picked up for you and then where people can talk to you and reach out to you for questions. Guys, we will put all of this, uh, no question, we will put all of this in the description of the podcast, where to get a hold of Tara. But Tara, if you you don't mind, please tell me everything where people can find you and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, sure. So my website is tarachatzakis.com. My podcast is Happy, Inspired, Motivated. Mm-hmm. and my social media is tara chatzakis so i'm mainly on instagram that's my biggest platform i like the energy on instagram it's much happier than facebook which gets very political and a lot of people complain on facebook so I, instagram is my place to be i love being on there so
0: love it love it love it awesome well with that said i will make sure we send all that out we're going to get this out there in a couple of days tara listen this is inspiring Hopefully we'll get, you know, not hopefully, but I I know people are going to get some questions out here and we're going to talk to them. We're going to forward them to you. And I can't wait for this episode to come out. I think runners, if anything, you know, we are creatures of habit. And I think part of what we have to sometimes do is break any kind of bad habits about, Just misery, doubt, things that, you know, you said it best, you know, just things that sometimes are are just, we know they're not good for us, but we have those feelings and thoughts. So, no, Tara, again, thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to speaking with you. And I really look forward to getting this podcast out here in the next three to four weeks.
1: Love speaking to you, Hammy. Thank you so much for your time. And lots of love to your runners out there. You know, a 6 a.m. run, if that's what time you're running, hats off to you, Kudus. You're doing a great job. And yeah. And you're raising the energy of the planet because you're making this world a bigger, brighter, happier place because your energy is getting out there and into the whole world.
0: No, a, a thousand percent. And, and you feel that if you ever do any of the races or anything like that, you definitely feel that. Thank you so much, Tara. Guys, everyone, with that being said, again, thank you so much for your support. Don't forget to check out 6amrun.com, our sponsor. And again, thank you guys. Thank everyone. Tara, especially. We'll make sure to get all your information out there. All right, everyone. Have a great day. Bye-bye.